Welcome back to the Killer Bees Nuts. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here's Joel Blank and that Jeremy Branham guy. He's Blank. I'm Branham. He's not very happy, Blank. I don't know what this text means. Can you help me translate it? 0202, get mad, Blankers. Barry Bonds never failed a test. What does that mean? Is he accusing you of being on performance-enhancing drugs? I didn't understand it the text. Maybe. That's all I can think of, but it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't get it either. Can you can you try to uh fill in the context there? Zero two zero two. Um Honey Glaze Branham. Uh, Blankers Connor did nothing in his baseball career. He made the team because he was in the J V club. He went to Jersey Village. He was just as annoying back then, but only worse. He was a self- Enti- he was a self untitled. <laughs> he didn't say entitled. He said he was a self untitled ginger with acne. <laughs> Evidently, he knows him. Jeez, there's the scouting report. <laughs> Man, between King of Twitch and Honey Glaze Branham, we don't really have to do a whole lot of work for our final segment of the show on Fridays. You don't have to do a whole lot about that. Six seven six one bragging about minor league baseball is the most baseball bro move. Former baseball players tend to have zero self awareness. That's true. You have a bunch of dudes who are like high school Harrys. Oh yeah, yeah, I could have made it to the bigs if I didn't sprain my ankle. Oh, I would have made it to the bigs if I didn't if I didn't hurt my non throwing shoulder. Like that is that's a good text. I like that text. Uh, six seven six one. Um, he says like he got you very mad one day by saying Bonds never failed a test, which is true. He didn't. Bonds never did fail a test. Well, you're a big Barry Bonds guy too. I'm sorry I didn't remember that conversation. I didn't remember it either. But I'm not. Uh, he never he never failed a major league baseball drug. Test. I still think Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame because I said he was he was in the Hall of he was going to be in the Hall of Fame regardless if he yeah failed the test or not. Yeah. What was the what was the one that um. People say that I can't remember the whole story. I'll just move on. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. How much does schedule matter in the NFL? The Texans were, uh, I think, a benefactor of a poor schedule mm-hmm. this year. Now they didn't take advantage of it as much as they could have. They lost some games that they certainly could have won. Carolina comes to mind at the Jets when they had Zach Wilson starting a quarterback. It comes to mind, but. Now that we know the schedules next year, all of the strength of schedules are set, things like that. The Houston Texans, this is based on 2023 record. So, like, this can change, obviously, based on maybe some teams that had good records, don't have good off seasons, and it's not as challenging an opponent as it would be based on their record the year before. But if you base it off of strength of schedule for the uh, the next season based on winning percentages from last year, the Texans have... The fourth toughest schedule in the NFL. Tied for fourth, actually, with uh, with Green Bay. Uh, their opponents combined to win... For next year. 52.6% of their games. This is 2024. So they're tied with Green Bay there. The three teams that have a harder schedule, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland. Which, that seems like it's because of the division. Because mm-hmm. you play everybody in the division twice. The division won a whole lot of games. That's why those top three teams uh, are those top three teams. So the Texans and Green Bay are the first non-AFC North teams that have the toughest record based on win percentage the year before going into next year. So how much does schedule matter? In the NFL. I think it matters a lot. And I've referenced it multiple times since we started having the kind of conversations about the offseason and then expectations for next year. And when you uh, astutely brought up the fact that... I like look, it when you say that. When the Astros had their success in 15, they took a, a half step back in 16 before they got back to in 17. The thing is, is when you look at the Texans, I think the schedule played big into everything because they were figuring things out on the fly. We knew what they were dealing with with the rookie quarterback, first-time OC, first-time head coach. But 
the schedule helped to kind of give them the trajectory and, and do the things that they did all season long. Now, was it also about the talent uh, on all the three of those guys and everybody involved? Absolutely. I'm not trying to, like, sucker punch them or anything, but next season when you're playing a first-place schedule, it is going to make things change. W- regardless of how good you get, you're going to be have to be you're a, a, a lot better across the board to make the kind of progress that everybody is expecting you to make because you're playing Kansas City and you're playing, you know, uh, the big time teams in this league and you're going to be expected to do the things you did last year with a, a, a lot less of a, of a schedule to take on. You're doing it against the best in the league. Yeah, see, I think schedule is, is is massive too. I think it's it's a big, uh, and the Texans' opponents just to you know put that out there. You know, it's tied for the fourth toughest schedule in the NFL. Uh, the first with them and the Packers, the first non AFC North team. The Texans at home next year. They misspelled uh, stadium on this. Drew Doherty misspelled stadium. Sorry, Drew. Uh, 2004 opponents at NRG Stadium. I feel like BK. Baltimore. Stadium. <laughs> he spelled it S-T-A-D-I-M. He forgot a U. There's no U in stadium. There is. Uh, Baltimore at home. Buffalo, Miami, Chicago, Detroit, Indy, Jacksonville, Tennessee. That's your home schedule in 2024. Baltimore, one of the AFC's best. Buffalo, one of the AFC's best. Miami, the best offense in the NFL. Chicago, garbage. Detroit, <laughs> NFC championship contender. Indianapolis, they were battling with you into the final week of the season to win the, to, to win the division. Jacksonville, like they kind of peanut down their leg. Otherwise, they would have won the division. And then Tennessee, we don't think much of Tennessee. Your road opponents, Dallas, Green Bay, Minnesota, Kansas City, the Jets, the Patriots, the Colts, the Jags, and the Titans. Their road schedule is actually easier than their home schedule, which is, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But Dallas, playoff team. Green Bay, playoff team. Minnesota probably would have been a playoff team if Kirk Cousins stayed healthy, and maybe they bring Kirk Cousins back. Kansas City, dynasty in the NFL. The Jets were lousy this year, but if Rodgers is playing. The Patriots, I think the Patriots are going to be bad. The Colts, we already talked about the Colts. We already talked about the Jags. We already talked about the Titans. The schedule is difficult. I do think schedule is very important. It's massive. Joe, how do you feel about schedule? It definitely matters. I mean, obviously, there's so much unknown right right now. But like when you just look at it with what we know about these teams, your schedule is brutal. Not just because of, like, like, yes, they had success. You don't also expect most of these teams to take giant steps back. Like where there's weakness in your strength of schedule with the Jets, well, Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback next year. Where there's weakness with the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins could be back next year. You're going to play two of the top three rookie quarterbacks most likely drafted. That could be a good thing, that could be a bad thing. Because with that, we don't know You know, until the season starts. And obviously, there's, when you play them. there's so many unknowns when you play them. You do have four teams that you're playing next year that fired their defensive coordinator or their defensive coordinator left. Or they just brought in someone new, like Baltimore, obviously, Dallas, Green Bay, and Buffalo all have new defensive coordinators. So like it it, it goes up and down, right? But it just it still matters. It's, it's not about having a first place schedule. Because like you only added three teams by having a first place schedule. You just have a you had a tough schedule regardless of where you finish in your division this year. And, and you think about like the Arizona game, right? Uh-huh. The Arizona game at the start of last season was supposed to be a surefire win because Kyler Murray, we didn't know if he was gonna even play. He came back. He was already playing, and he looked like he was already playing. You know, and and that was a dogfight game for you to win. And, and then you were supposed to beat Carolina. You barely did. You were supposed to beat Atlanta, and you didn't. But these were games on your schedule that looked like they were supposed to be wins. Now you're looking at a schedule that's the exact opposite. Almost every team you play, you're like, you're going to have your hands full. Let's Vegas odds this. You're at home against Baltimore. Who's favored in that game? Baltimore. Baltimore. You're at home against Buffalo. Who's favored in that game? Buffalo. Buffalo. 
You're at home against Miami. Who's favored in that game? Miami. I tend to go Miami, too. Miami. You're at home against Chicago. Who's favored in that game? Texans. Texans. You're at home against Detroit. Who's favored in that game? Detroit. I'm going to say Texans. Ooh, I don't think so. Let's be, let's be conservative here and say, say the Texans. I, I think it could go either way. Uh, Colts at home. Texans. Okay. Texans. Jags at home. Texans. Texans. Titans at home. Texans. Okay. Texans. All right, so that's five and four in your nine home games. One, two, three, four, five. Five and three in your eight home games. You play nine games on the road next year. So you're five and three in your eight home games. You have nine road games. Okay. So you're five and three at home. Let me write this down so I don't lose count because I'm not very good with short term memory. At Dallas, favored or no? nope? Nope. Okay. Green at Green Bay. Nope. Nope. At Minnesota. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, All I right. think Kirk I'm, Cousins will be the quarterback. Okay. Next year, let's, so that's so why. That, there's a win there according to Vegas. We're not yeah. giving our predictions here. According to Vegas, let's be very clear. According to Vegas, we're guessing Vegas, not the Texans. Oh, at Kansas City. Nope. Uh, wait a minute. So yeah, I still think they'd be. I think they're going to be favored in Minnesota. Okay. So at Kansas City. Nope. Nope. At New York. Nope. If Rodgers is playing, it's hard to imagine them being favored. Yeah, at I, think New York. Be, I think it'll be. I think it'll be right. close. I think it might and, be one or two points. But and, and they just they got killed at New York this year. Yeah. Zach Wilson. And I think Vegas will. All right. Keep so that New York at New England. Yes. yes. I think they'll be favored in that game. Yep. I think Patriots yep. will be lousy at Indy. Yes. Yes. Were the Texans oh, wait, no. favored in week no. eighteen against? No, they Indy? will not. No, not Indy. I think they will, depending on who's quarterback. And I think if they're gonna, if Richardson's healthy and he's coming back, I think they, I think they could. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna let's say, be, no. let's be conservative again. Our second conservative one, and just give it to the Texans. Yeah. Okay. So let's give them the, their favorite in that game. That's three at Jacksonville. No, no, nope. I don't think they're favored there at Tennessee. Yes. yes. Okay, so that's four and five in the nine road games. So Vegas, that's nine and eight. I already on the record. That's where I think the Texans go. It's next nine year. and eight. Mm-hmm. The schedule is daunting. It is. The schedule is daunting. It's going to be the fourth toughest schedule with uh, using last year's opponent win percentage as the barometer. That's one of those, and it's the tie with Green Bay is the toughest schedule outside of the AFC North, and the AFC North kind of skews it because they all had good records and they play each other twice. Yep, and, and obviously. Player acquisitions are going to matter and, and how these teams handle the offseason. But you're right. Instead, that's what I'm saying. Instead of looking at cupcakes or things where we were just unequivocally going, there was a handful of games. You just already just write in a W there, like a no-brainer no matter what they do, and they weren't supposed to be as good as they were. But now you're penciling in the, 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 the potential Super Bowl champions. You're, you're penciling in all these different teams that were in the playoffs that were loaded. And then you're looking at a team like the Jets that's going, yeah, they were bad this year, but if they get Aaron Rodgers and they still have the offensive weapons that they have and an, a way above average defense, you're thinking that they're going to be a, fighting for a playoff spot. That's it's, a, it's a gauntlet, man. We, we were, I think we were kind to the Texans. We had two 50-50 games, and yeah. we gave them both to the Texans. We gave two 50-50 games both to the Texans. And we split. And we got to 9-8. and eight. If and you split those two, it's 8-9. and nine. Yeah, and, and plus we split the Indy and the Jacksonville games. Yeah. How much do you guys care about like the the difference in the schedule in terms of primetime versus no primetime games? Because realistically, like from a win loss perspective, yeah, like, I don't how, think it matters. Okay, because like they're gonna play. There's a good chance they could play overseas next year. A lot of people think that Minnesota game eh. could be elsewhere. I think there's a chance, realistically, like they'll probably play on Thanksgiving versus the Cowboys. That wouldn't yeah. shock me. I don't think it really hurts win okay. loss. Now a trip uh, to yeah. Germany, like a trip I'll overseas, you, could. I'll tell you where it does. If the Jacksonville game. Was overseas, I think that that's that goes against them simply because of the fact Jacksonville's been there, done that, played through it. They don't have to. They don't have to go to the, on the tours and the you know see the the monuments and all the crap and the the time difference and all the jet lag and it. That's not, they've they've already experienced. So that. you think it's tougher to win at 
like overseas versus Jacksonville than at Jacksonville? Yeah, I do. I agree. Really? Yeah, they do yep. it so often. Like they 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 have yeah, it down hat for them. What is what is their I record? I like in, this uh, take. What yeah. is their record in Wembley? Oh, I don't know, but that's you have to only do the Trevor Lawrence era. You can't count like Blake Bortles and those that's guys. Okay. The other okay, here's I, the, I know I, I would check and see if they covered. I'm gonna give you another spin zone. Well, cover on this. doesn't matter. We're talking about win loss. No, but I, I, right. But I'm just saying they've played. They've basically when they were even if they were heavy underdogs, they've covered the spread because they played way above their heads compared to their opponent when they played in England. They're four and five going into London games this year. So I don't know how many of those would be Lawrence, and I don't know how they did this year. I can't remember if they beat. I think it was Miami. I can't so remember. Is that over a nine year span then? Because they played once a year there. Probably. Yeah. Uh, what? If, uh, well, they what? played twice in London this year. But oh, I think, that's, that's, I think right. it was the, I think it was the first time they did, did that. Did they? Though. They did yeah, that, do that, that this has year. To be the first time they did that. Um, another positive for the Texan schedule. I know most of the time they do an NFC game. I haven't looked at Kansas City's schedule yet. But like, would you guys like last year? The NFL sent a message that they thought Detroit was good enough to be on the big stage by scheduling them to play the yeah. Chiefs at home in Week One, and they won. Detroit won. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Like, would it shock you if the Houston Texans are opening on Thursday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs, just like Detroit did? No, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, shock and that could be me. good for the Texans. Why would it be good? Because the Chiefs will be celebrating. Chiefs came out slow too. Man. They, well, they, didn't, no, they did not play that, good in that game. That's the whole. If you rest your veterans the entire preseason, they can come out flat in game one because they came out and they Detroit beat them in Kansas City in, in that game. You, and you see it all the time that it, Week One is the catch game. For a lot of veteran teams, because they don't play anybody and, and they're they're rusty. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN HRP listener line seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Where do all of the quarterbacks that could be on the move this off season? Where do they land? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. Hey, Houston, you're live in the hive with the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. He's Blank, I'm Branham. We are the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5, 713-780-ESPN. HRMP listener line, 713-780-3776. Ocho says, I'm trying to get through this Oppenheimer movie, but it's a struggle. Even for a history buff like me, this movie should not be three hours long. It's not that good. I heard it was really good. I really liked it, but it is a, it's long. It's a Donnybrook. It's it's a long one. It's not like The Irishman, where The Irishman was not a good movie. I watched The Irishman on a long plane ride. It took me three sittings to watch that movie. Yeah, I thought it was pretty overrated. Yeah, me too. I didn't think it was It was not good. good. I did not enjoy it. I need to check out Oppenheimer. I thought it was pretty good. All right, I'll check it out. Uh, ESPN did a fun exercise of predicting the quarterback movement of the offseason. Some of the bigger names that could be moving around when you take a look around the league, because there's some some names out there that uh, certainly will be on the move, but it's interesting about, like, certain guys that could go. Uh, Like the first one. Like the, Justin Fields is going to be one of the big stories in the offseason. Like mm-hmm. the Bears can be the big story of the offseason twice. Like last year they worked, they traded down with Carolina. Uh, Carolina trading up, Bears trading down. This one lists the Bears trading Fields to the Raiders for a second and fifth round pick. Joe, would you sign up for that? The Raiders make an offer for Fields. They give a second and they give a fifth. You Absolutely. signing up for that? Absolutely. That's Done? enough? No, That's it? I think it's plenty. For a quarterback that hasn't I mean, lived up to his expectation, yeah. you're going to have to pay him soon. But as of 
But when we when we put this segment on the rundown, I was like, that makes a ton of sense. As of two minutes ago, with Aaron Wilson reporting that Cliff what? Kingsbury is going to be probably the next offensive coordinator of the Raiders, I'm more skeptical oh. about Fields and Kingsbury. Yeah, that doesn't a, seem like a fit. That doesn't no. seem like a mix. Did you know he also, uh, Antonio Pierce, hired Marvin Lewis? Marvin Lewis, the ex-Ravens coach? As, really? As his associate I mean, head coach. And Bengals coach. Yeah. I know he was sitting in the – I know he did that during the um, – Last season, yeah. Whenever he would sit, oh, he, in the, he would sit in the suites like during games. Okay. I think he came in and consulted for him. Yeah, apparently he's going to be the associate head coach, and then it looks like they're going to hire Kingsbury. I like that hire. That's I a do, good I staff. Do. I, I do. I think that's good. Yeah, it's much it, better than the Patriots. And Marv, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Marv Lewis isn't going anywhere. And Cliff Kingsbury is probably not getting a head coaching job anytime soon. And Antonio no. Pierce is what's his specialty? He's a defensive coach, so he gets a, a, a very full. Oh yeah, he was a linebacker for the Giants. He was a big defensive coach. I thought he was a running back. No, no. Antonio Pierce was a linebacker no. for the Giants, and he also was the defensive coach for uh, Herm Edwards at Arizona State. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else then. And, and, and Aaron said front runner. I guess I misread the tweet, but. A front runner typically means he's getting hired. But I think it's a smart move because uh, if you're a defensive minded coach and I you know, don't Jeremy, have Aaron, Aaron, on the offense. Aaron Wilson once said that D'Amico Ryan is not interested in the Houston Texans job. I know just you don't. Just so we know. Oh, we don't forget so that. I wouldn't Thanks say this you. Cliff Kingsbury thing's a slam dunk just yet. But that's enough for the Bears for a second and a fifth. If he's right, do you start saying now? Aaron Wilson is the guy that told us that Cliff Kingsbury was going to be the. I've been saying that all year that Aaron Wilson gets him right more than he gets wrong. Okay, because both things are true. Aaron Wilson gets it right way more than he gets it wrong. But he did say that D'Amico Ryan's was not interested in the Houston Texans job, and he took it weeks later. Uh, I agree with you though, Joe. I don't think that the Raiders will be trading for Fields because of Cliff Kingsbury. That's a, that's a pass-oriented offense. Like yeah, that's for sure. not I don't think that that's uh that you know what I think if the Raiders make a trade with the Bears, I think it's more likely they trade up to number 1 than they trade for Fields. Yeah. 100%. Because Kingsbury was an analyst, USC, he's much more of a thrower, blah 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 blah. Uh the next one. The Vikings re-signed Kirk Cousins to a 2-year 85 million dollar deal. That's so much money. It's the it's going rate for I Kirk know. Cousins. <laughs> I know it is. It's the going rate for Kirk Cousins, which is hard to Kirk Cousins. Here's my take on Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins is underrated. I think Kirk Cousins is overpaid. Yeah, I think that both I, I things think both are true. true. Very much so because of the fact that look, in the regular season, he's had a lot of good years that that's gotten to his teams very good seeds for the playoffs. It's just that he's very very bad in the playoffs and now he's coming off an injury. So you wonder if you know if that's the going rate. I, it would seems high for a guy coming off an injury like that at that point in his career. Yeah, but he's somebody's going to pay it. Somebody's going to pay that for Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to be north of forty million, which is a lot. It is a lot, but somebody's going to pay it for Kirk Cousins. I think he's the best free agent on the market. Yeah, he is. Unless you think Baker Mayfield's better, yeah. I don't think no. Baker Mayfield's better than, no. than Kirk Cousins. And I think you're trying to still appease Justin Jefferson too. So we're so, so yeah. I, I think he stays. <laughs> Just, does Justin Jefferson like Kirk Cousins? He gets the ball a whole lot from Kirk Cousins. He's he's voiced his opinion. Think against about, but think Kirk about what his alternative too. is. Yeah, I know he talked he he talked praise for Fields and talked he down on Cousins, Justin. but Cousins a better thrower than Fields. I know. It's so then, would Minnesota trade with, in division with Chicago to try and get Justin? Oh, Fields? you can't do that if you're Chicago. Yeah, I don't no. think that's possible. Because what if Justin? What if you're wrong? Right, he gets to play him twice a year. It's like the Packers when Favre went, they didn't want him to come back to Minnesota. What's the likelihood that Cousins is a, is a Viking? Seventy five percent. That high? Yeah, I think so too. Like work, like Atlanta. Didn't you say in the strength of schedule segment that you don't think Cousins is going to be there? One of y'all did. I, I did, did, but I still think it's like seventy five percent. Okay, I know. 
I'll, I'll go 75% too. Uh, Tampa Bay re-signs Baker Mayfield to a two-year, $80 million deal with incentives that can, it can get up to $100 million. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to happen. It's I, a lot the, for Baker. You know, they did what no one thought they were going to do this year in a crap division. There's no reason to think that they can't do it again. And, you know, the bigger, the biggest challenge is going to be the OC job and, and being able to do get out of Baker what Canales was able to get out of him. But, I mean, obviously Evans is a big part of that too. And if they even try to replace them because they're kind of cheap. But, yeah, I, I think they'll do that. Yeah, I think this will happen too. Uh, Baker... Will have some interest. Uh, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to let him enter free agency, though. And it seems like they. It seems like a good party. Like it seems like Baker likes Tampa. It seems like Tampa likes Baker. I think this does happen. Here's an interesting one because you have you have Kirk now at forty two and a half million, according to this. You have uh, you have Baker Mayfield at three for eighty. So what is that? That's a little over twenty five million a year. And then you have Russell Wilson signing a three-year, $36 million deal with Atlanta. That's $12 million a year. Russell Wilson feels like a bargain if Kirk Cousins is making 42 and a half and and Baker Mayfield's making what he's making. Does Russ get uh, guaranteed money from Denver if they cut him? Yes. Yep. Well, I, there might be like certain payouts and like when they owe it to him, but yeah, there's guaranteed money attached to what he's left on so his So then deck. that's why he's taking a lesser deal. I, I, it's I actually, like a bargain. Yeah, it, it's a massive bargain. But I think just and based on what Joe just brought up too about because of Kingsbury, I actually think that Russell Wilson ends up a Raider. Okay, I could see that too. Yeah, I think Russell Wilson he stays in division. He gets a chance to get back at Denver. He's got a guy that had like a little mini version of Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. Now Russ is at a different point in his career. But and the Raiders love that big name thing. And I think that I think that Russ could be a Raider. Yeah, I think he could be a Raider too. There's, I, I believe that they're going to have a new quarterback. They're not going to go into the year with Aiden O'Connell and Jimmy I thought, do you think Jimmy is the quarterback elsewhere next year? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I need. See, I would need to look at his contract to see like what the outs are and then get out of that deal. Yeah, I think they're going to do everything they can to get out of that. Does Jimmy make sense in Atlanta? I, I actually think Justin Fields makes sense in Atlanta. I think Justin back going back home mm-hmm. to Atlanta makes a lot of sense. My sneaky see, one the, for the, him. Didn't they sign Robinson as their OC though? And that's that's oh, a did, that's yeah. a McVay thing. Like that's again accuracy pinpoint. My, oh, I didn't precision. know if they signed an OC. Yeah, I the uh, seen, passing game coordinator for the Rams. I haven't seen who McDonald is going to hire yet as his OC in Seattle. I think Seattle's a sneaky team for Justin Fields. That makes some sense. If they, if he's going to go the if they're going to go the Lamar style offense, bring in Justin Fields. Yeah, we need to see who their OC is. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I don't see it. I don't actually don't see and Fields being a fit in Atlanta with their OC hire. Fields, I don't think. Fields has some of the attributes of a, of a young Russ too, to where that and the fan base would love to have a, a Justin Fields type guy yeah. as long as the defense is built up. I mean, See, I think that those are those are two both good calls on Russ. Like, I think Vegas is a is a solid one, and I think Atlanta is a solid. one. What about Pittsburgh? I think that's a solid one. Like, like I don't know what Arthur Smith's going to want to do in Pittsburgh. Like, I think it's a solid one, and, and you're Cousins, getting Russ cheap. Yeah, you're but everything Russ I've cheap. heard is that they were going to focus on Arthur Smith being able to get the right Kenny Pickens out there. Well, of course you're hearing that now. Yeah. But, but if I, they can get Russell Wilson at $12 million a year, like that's an upgrade. And you keep and you keep uh, pick, Kenny Pickett? Yeah, you could, I mean, you could. He'd does be Russell, his third year of his deal. Does Russell Wilson sign with a team in which he has to compete for a job? See, I don't think no. so. So like, he doesn't sign with Pittsburgh if Kenny Pickett's there. No, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think he'd be competing, though. I don't think he would either, but... No, I think, think that would be another good spot. Last one here is Gardner Minshew to Denver to take over their starting quarterback position. Two years, fourteen million. I could see that. I could too. Like he, he's top thirty-five, top forty yeah. quarterback in the world. He's starting caliber, probably better suited as a backup, but cheap deal until they get their quarterback in place, and they really don't have a quarterback to take over. 
No, I mean, they've they don't, owned. and they're not, and they're and because they played well for the latter part of the year, they played themselves out of getting the the, the kind of one of the quarterbacks in the draft that I, I think Peyton was shooting for I, when I, I thought he was tanking. Sense. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense because I, they scream J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, like someone that's going to fall in the draft. That's not going to be an early first rounder, even a Bo Nix. And like you yeah. bring Gardner Minshew, yeah, Minshew's your starter until the rookie's ready. Yeah. And Gardner's used to doing that. He yeah, just did it I, I think Indy, that right? makes a lot of sense. If I'm Indy, I don't want to, I don't want Gardner to get away. Yeah, he'll be a starter next year. He played two. He, <sighs> I think it's so, 50, hey, Jeremy. 50. He's a Pro Bowler. Yeah, he is a Pro Bowler. I mean, Gardner Mitchell. You slow your roll. He's say, a Pro Bowler. You beat me to it. Fifty-fifty shot. He's a starter. You you higher than that? I'd say fifty-fifty. Yeah, because I don't because of who's I don't think on there's the market. a lot of. But I don't think there's a lot of starting jobs available. Like you have Russ Fields, Cousins. You have three rookie quarterbacks at the top. Like there's there's a there's not many jobs. There's not. There's not many jobs. That, that's why I could see him staying in Indy. Garoppolo, I could see him staying in Indy. Yeah, Garoppolo or I'm Indy. I don't want him leaving the building. It depends on who my OC is. Yeah. But I, I lean I lean Minshew. I, I do too. I'm way way more into Minshew than I am Garoppolo. Yeah, I'm not a big Garoppolo guy. Like he got benched quickly this year. Quickly. And look how quickly San Francisco moved on from him. And like I think his stuff in San Francisco looks better because of the offense he was in. You know, I don't think he's that good of a quarterback, uh, sadly. 713, well, I don't, I'm not that sad about it. I'm not going to lose any sleep. 713-780-ESPN, HRP listener line. We've been doing this each and every month at the start of the month. Who are the top three Rockets in order that you're building around? 713-780-3776. Killer B's ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. But first, a moment on HRP Human Resources and Payroll. It's Cougar owned by my colleague, Go Cougs, and members of the Cougar 100 for the eighth year in a row. That's some, that's some elite company. Business owners, let HRP help you. Whether it's HR compliance, benefits administration, payroll, onboarding, HRP can help in any or all of those areas. There's no boxes with HRP. Doesn't matter how small the job, how big the job, HRP completely customizes a plan for whatever you and whatever your business needs. If you have a problem, you have an issue, you want to take a little bit off your plate, HRP will find a way to help. And they do it in a way that's unique. Technology meets service. They have the best tech in the industry. You'll love that. You'll feel secure about that, but you will fall in love with their service. Guaranteed fulfillment. You'll never talk to a stranger. You'll be talking to someone who knows you and they know your business needs. Give them a call at 281-880-6525 and let HRMP customize a plan for you. 281-880-6525 or check them out at hrp.net. That's hrp.net. Informed opinions are oftentimes presented here. You're locked in with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. He's Blank, I'm Branham. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. 713-780-ESPN, HRMP listener line, 713-780-3776. So each month of the Rockets season, at the start of the new month, we rank who we're building around on the Houston Ash or the uh, Houston Rockets. You know, we've we've went back and forth a little bit. We've had Jalen Green, we've had Alpi Shingoon. Um in November, 
Is this all of us or is this an average of us here, Joe? We went Jalen, Alpi, Jabari. Okay, so November, the average of us was Jalen, Alpi, Jabari. December, the average of us was Alpi, Jabari, Jalen. And then in January, it went from Alpi, Jalen to Jabari. Now we're going to add a couple of more. Uh, to our list. We can just put it whoever we want. 0470, though, real quick. I was so mad watching the Rockets last night that I got drunk. Hope it was General Ben. Uh, Jalen Green needs to go. He throws up bad look threes every game. He's basically Westbrook, but nowhere near as good. Plays for himself, and we can't have that. I have not seen that from Jalen Green in the last five to six games. I have not either. I also question the Westbrook comparison uh, on both fronts, but yeah, I mean, this is exactly who you were talking about. The people that think that they need to pull the plug and, and sell on Jalen before you have to even consider selling on Jalen. So I think it's a, it's pretty outlandish. Yeah, and I think the rest, the Russ comparison is probably that he's not a good shooter and he can get to the rim. I think Jalen's and a better he's a shooter good than athlete. Russ. Yeah, yes. I would say that. But I also think that... But not a good shooter. Right, but if you compare to Russell Westbrook, is there going to be a time no. in Jalen's career when he's going to average a triple-double and win no. an MVP? Yeah, I don't think it's a good comp. I just That's where I think he's coming from. Seven one three two. hey, Branham of the Killer Bees. Russell Wilson's the best free agent quarterback, not Cousins, right? Hey, Branham, my brother, thinks you're an idiot for stating Kirk Cousins is better than Super Bowl winning Russell Wilson. How many Super Bowl rings does Kirk Cousins have, Branham? Blank and George. Uh, normal football emoji, gold football emoji. Well, here, 7132. Is this the guy that hates Paul? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Seven, here, here, 7132, listen very closely and tell your brother that I'm not an idiot because Russell Wilson is not a free agent. He is currently under contract. Currently under contract. Now, the thought is that Russell Wilson will be getting cut by Denver. Mm-hmm. But you're the idiot for saying he's a free agent. He's not a free agent, texter. And then tell your brother he's also an idiot for hanging out with you. All right, who are the top three also, Rockets? Like, or I guess not top three. Real who are the quick, top Rockets? with yeah. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. His average depth of target last year was like less than three yards. I was going to say, was it six or less? That's not good. It, it was he was it was dink and dunk. Like, and yeah. then at the end of games, they would throw the ball down the field because Sean Payton Russ ain't got a lot Also, left. what year did Russell Wilson win the Super Bowl? It's almost like, if a we're, decade. If we're citing that as the reason that Russell Wilson's a good NFL player. Like, I think Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl more recently than Russell Wilson. That's a fact. Too. That is true. Russell Wilson won. I, don't, I hate how they do these Roman num- numerals. I can't count them that fast. Super Bowl winners, Wikipedia. Because you would, like, did Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning was right around the time that Russell no, Wilson No, Russ won it after Peyton, I believe. Let's see. Seattle beat. You know who they beat to win the Super Bowl? They beat Peyton Manning. They beat Peyton Manning. Beat Denver. No, Denver won it two years later. Yeah, Peyton Manning has won a Super Bowl more recently it's, than Russell Wilson. They beat Indy, or they beat Denver. They beat Denver. They, okay, they beat Denver, but, but and then, then two Denver years won, later, Denver yeah. beat Carolina. It will literally Peyton be Peyton Manning a has won a Super Bowl more recently than Russell wow. Wilson. It's a decade this year. That was the 2013 season. Wow. So yes. it has been a decade. Yeah, it has been a decade. It's been a decade since Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl after Russell Wilson. Peyton Manning. Tom Brady again. Nick Foles. Tom Brady again. Pat Mahomes. Tom Brady again. Matthew Stafford. Pat Mahomes. Since since Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl, like you might as well. Like, what's Terry Bradshaw up to? Is he a free agent? Is is, is um Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner. I think he's a free agent. Eli Manning. I think you can get Troy Aikman. Troy, bring Troy, him from the booth. Troy probably would you know, bring him from take the booth. Steve Young. Concussions and all. Really good free agent quarterback. Like, you can't cite a Super Bowl from 10 years ago, my guy. All right, rank your top Rockets who you're building around. Alpi's number one to me. Number two to me, quite honestly, it's... it's, it's <laughs> You're so pain stu- to yeah, say this. <laughs> it, is, it is very painful to say this. But number two to me is still going to be 
Mm, nope, I'm not. I'm going to say what I think. I'm number two <laughs> to me. Make up your mind. I'm going <laughs> to. I want to say Jalen Green, but I can't because the small sample size that I've seen is not enough for me to be con- totally convinced just yet. I'm going to say number one is Alpi. Number two is Cam Whitmore. And number three, I'm going to see is, say is Jalen for now. So you jump Whitmore over Jalen. Yep. I can't go there yet. I can't go there yet. Jalen's still Jalen's still a better scorer than Whitmore. Now Green gets more minutes, and Whitmore's coming on. I mean, he's he's a microwave. He can score a bunch of points. Well, in a that's hurry. where I'm at. If you give Whitmore Jalen's minutes, I think I think Whitmore puts up better numbers. Yeah, perhaps, maybe. We don't know that yet, though. And Jalen's still getting a lot more of the minutes. I still have to go with uh, Jalen over Whitmore. I'm Alpi's at the top of the list, yep. even though he got abused. Last night by Vulichinus, he got destroyed. By, did you call it Little Who? I call it, what is his last name? Valanchunas. Valanchunas, Valanchunas, who cares? I, th- I thought you said who Little. Cares? I thought you said Little. Like nothing Little nickname. about that guy. No, the guy did. who looked Little was Alpi Shingoon. Yeah. That's who would look Little. Um, I still have to go Alpi number one, though. Like Those matchups aren't going to happen that often. He's an all-star now, this year. Maybe double team, maybe help Alpi out a little bit. But I'll put Alpi at the top of my list. Jalen's on the heater. If you would have done this six games ago, I might have not went with Jalen here. But I'm going to still go Jalen number two. Number three, let's see, Cam's in the mix here. Jabari's in the mix here. Uh, I guess a men's in the a men. I'm gonna go ahead and put a men fifth. I, yeah, I thought about a men. In, in I'm gonna put him up. behind Whitmore. I'm gonna put him behind Jabari. I'm still, and I know Jabari had a stinker yesterday. I still think Jabari can be a double double guy. Where I need to see more action from Cam Whitmore, so I'm still gonna give a slight advantage to Jabari over Cam. So I'll go Alpi, Jalen. Distant third, Jabari, very slightly ahead of fourth place Cam, and then I'll go a men with, at number five. Well, did I miss anybody there? I, nope, no, I, think I, go I, I didn't guys. go five. I just went with, go with ahead, the first go three. Go four, five then. So uh, I've got Alpi, Cam, Jalen, then I'm going to go a men, and then I'm going to go Jabari. Okay. Joe? So I was typing. Um, it's unacceptable. Uh, well, I'm going to go way off the board for you guys. Not way off, it's standard. Uh, look, I, I it's a hot take. I don't care. My number one guy that I'm building around is Cam Whitmore. I believe. I'm just going to go right. I, I believe. I believe in Cam Whitmore. I think that if the Rockets win the NBA championship ever, I don't know. I just, when I watch him play, I'm all in. I, I firmly, firmly believe in Cam Whitmore. So I'm going Cam number one. Number two, because he can't play defense against big guys and gets bullied all the time. It's been my concern. It's Alpi. He went Cam over Alpi. I'm did. going Cam. I know. Hot take. Don't care. Uh, Jalen, number three, Amen, and then Jabari. I'm dropping Jabari down. I'm not, I'm not seeing the development. Like It is a summer league superstar kind of a guy for me right now. I think now. he's just showing you I that just, his ceiling. I, almost we know what his, I think we kind of know what his ceiling is. Like These other guys, Like if Joe's right, the ceiling on Cam Whitmore is endless, and he could be a legitimate star in this league. But, you know, and a man we don't know, but you see a ton of potential. Jalen, you still see enough potential. I just see Jabari being who he is. I can't I can't stand for this Jabari slander. I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm just the, the guy who defends the Rockets. Jabari, in his second year in the league at 20 years old, is a 13-and-a-half, 8-and-a-half rebound guy that's shooting 37%. There's not many guys in the league that are capable of doing that. This must be big. What's that? How many boards did you get last night? This prisoner of the moment. Prisoner of the moment. 
Well, I hope you didn't have Victor Oladipo on your list. He's been traded. Because Victor Oladipo has been traded. Good. To the Memphis Grizzlies. For Jaw! With, no. <laughs> uh, Victor Oladipo and three second-round picks have been traded to the Memphis Grizzlies. Big. For Steven Adams. Okay. I like big this Steve. move. Big Steve. But big, yeah. big Steve's not playing all year, is he? I don't know. Yeah. Is he hurt? Great it's question. Well, can he play? Is he able? I don't think he can play this year. <laughs> he, I think he's he out for the year. He can't play this year? he's out for the year. What? There's no way they just give three second-round picks for a guy that can't also play. No, he played. Oh, no, I think you're right, Joel. Yeah. He went out. He didn't play in the playoffs because he was going to have surgery. And then depending on when he had the surgery, he's going to be out for the at least the majority of this okay. year. So it'd be, he, he is under, he is in the, he's on the books for 12 and a half next year. So, okay. It would make some sense that you trade for him, you lock up your big for next year. This is a move with next year in mind, yeah, and which can, I actually I don't mind. I like I the fact that. that he can work with Alpi a little bit on like low post defense and toughness because there's nobody tougher than Steven Adams. Remember, he wanted to take on Shannon Sharp. So what was his uh, – no, I like toughness. Yeah, you know that. he is a massive toughness guy. And the band's back together with he and Dylan Brooks. You know, That's true. They're amig- I have no idea if they're amigos or not, but they did play together. They did. What was the injury? He has a sprained PCL. Well, he had surgery. And, he, and he had surgery in October, October. of 2023. No, PCL is not ACL, so it's not, is that a 12, that's probably not a 12-monther. Well, no, it says uh, Adams expected to make a full recovery ahead of the 24-25 season. There you go. So you just you traded for a guy who's not going to play the rest of the year. But Oladipo wasn't going to play either. Yeah, so. you're never going to see Oladipo in a rock. And second round no, I don't, picks don't matter. No, I don't talked ma- about the draft. This is your backup big for next year. Yeah. He's your backup center for next season. This is a move with next season in mind. Yep. Which was the same thing you were we were discussing Robert with Robert Williams. Williams. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Now, I'm not putting Steven Adams in my top five to build around. No. We're all okay with that. <laughs> I, look, I, all championship-level playoff contending teams would love to have Steven Adams on their roster because he, he will rebound. He will beat the crap out of you and, and punish you on the low block. His toughness, and, he, and, and I, just, I think he's a really good center on a good team. Can he defend Jonas Valanciunas last night? Oh, uh, yeah. Last night? Well, no, not last night. Well, you but... get out-rebounded by 20 with Steven Adams on your team. Uh, if he's playing, no. Yeah, he shouldn't. Uh, Wheat Straw, you like him as you like him tough as a well-done steak. I like him as tough as a $2 steak. Um, okay, yeah, I'm fine with this move. How many second-rounders? Three. Three. That's a lot of second-rounders. Second-rounders are dime a dozen, though. You can buy second-rounders. Yeah. If they matter, we would care about the draft on okay. day two. So Oladipo, well, now we got less three reason to watch day two. For Steven Adams. All right. I'm good with it. Now, do you, do you draft the backup big? I mean, do you trade up for a backup big before next nope. Thursday? I so don't you, think they do. I think they look at the waiver wire, and they'll, they'll pick up somebody that has to cut someone loose if they make a trade or do something like that. I don't think they're trading for a backup big. You know who doesn't like this trade? Jock Landell. Nope. Jock Landell is going to go from playing zero minutes to playing zero minutes, and he's not going to have his contract picked up in the offseason, which we already knew. Yep. But this is just like the knell in the coffin. All right. Rockets made a trade seven days until the NBA trade deadline. They traded it for a guy who was never going to play for them for, to a, for a guy who will not play for them this year. 
Let's let's get to our car wreck of the day presented by CarWreckTexas.com. What are you nominating for our car wreck of the day? We discuss it next. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Hey, before we go to the break, a word for my bookie. My bookie is going to make every season a great season if you love to bet on sports. If you go to mybookie.ag, because whether you win or lose, they're going to take care of you every step of the way. There's bonuses galore to get. And when you can get to the bonuses, it means you, you have used our promo code, which is bet975. There's a million different ways, and I kid about that but there are a lot of different ways you can get bonuses you can sign up for the first time and get a bonus by using our promo code bet975 you can put more money in your account and use our promo code bet975 and get money in your account because they're doing match bonuses right now from anywhere from 50 to a thousand dollars you put that much however many much money you put in they'll match it for you and therefore you have more money in your account more games you can bet on, and, of course, more chances you can win. It's phenomenal. There's even bonuses if you get a friend to sign up. And also, they have great things going on when there's not games going on. So if you want to get your gambling on, you can still have live dealers standing by for casino games, and you can play poker and blackjack and so much more. All you got to do to really make sure that you cash in, though, is get that promo code in your head to use at any time, BET975. Whenever you see the opportunity to use it, use it. You're going to find out when you look at your account, you're going to be glad you did because there's going to be more money in your account to play with and more chances to win. As I always tell you, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with the only place I tell you to do it. It's mybookie.ag and use that promo code BET975. You all right? My leg is broken. The bolt's coming through. Let me see. Let me see. Ah! You brick. Where's my fucking money? This is the car wreck of the day, brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. Yeah, I like that the Rockets are thinking about next year and not this year. Because my fear was that they're going to think about the immediate and kind of sell their future a little. This is an indicator that. Eh, Maybe not. Maybe they are looking more at the future. This is, if you missed any part of the show, go back on the podcast and listen to it because this is exactly what I was trying to get them not to do. Don't try to put the pedal down too quickly and play for this season when you have so much to play for in the next several. So I'm glad that they're doing this rather than something where they give up on somebody too quickly. Uh, coming up next after us, by the way, game on with Barry with an A in Jerome. They'll be on after us. No no, Joe today and midday shows that he has on his guest. Car wrecks of the day. First what are we one to me is car the Washington of the day. Commanders. The Washington Commanders for hiring a guy you could have hired at any time during the process that you didn't, and now suddenly when you're the last team standing looking for a head coach, you hire that guy, and Mike Grable was still out there, and there were other people to talk to, and at the beginning of the process, Bill Belichick was supposed to be a perfect fit for them, and this is who you ended up with? I throw a little collateral damage car wreck of the day to Adam Schefter, too, for acting like Washington didn't have interest in Ben Johnson, yet they waited until after the conference championship game. Ben Johnson broke up with you. You pretended like you broke up with him, and then you settled for a guy you could have hired all along. It's BS. It's not true at all. So, yeah, I like that one. I'm going to nominate uh, Mercedes for allowing Lewis Hamilton, the greatest driver in Mercedes history, to leave to join rival Ferrari in 2025. He's going to be driving on the grid for Ferrari. Can I'm, you believe that? Why I'm are you laughing, so Joe? I'm ticked off about this that I why don't have laughing? words. Well, I don't understand why he's laughing. You it's watch just, Drive to Survive. I, I, lo- I love like your bag that you have from ah, like he's gonna F- be in- F1. Vanderpump. Can you imagine Lewis Hamilton in the Ferrari red? I just can't. Can't it's wait. Unbelievable. I'll just I can't believe this. this. If as part of the deal you get one of their automobiles to drive, I'll take the Ferrari over the Mercedes. 
I mean, I'm sure he's got both. I'm sure he does, yeah. He's he's a rich, rich man. All right, Joe, what are you nominating for Car Wreck of the Day? Oh, I'm nominating the Brooklyn Nets uh, for uh, giving a tribute video to Kevin Durant. Did they? They did. Yeah, I did not night. know that. <laughs> they did. Like, he said he didn't want one. Yeah, he said publicly on Twitter he didn't want one. What? And then they still gave him one. And like just from like the brief things I saw, it was mostly like him signing autographs. Well, then they asked him, they, they asked him, well, you didn't want one, did you watch it? And he goes, yeah, of course I watched it. I had some great moments here. And I'm going, did you? How many? He played I three just, years there. Let's see. He played 129 games. That's so stupid. He played three seasons, 129 games. So obviously he was hurt a lot of it. Yep. We've gone too far with tribute videos. He doesn't need one. It's almost to the point, Who though, are you now, where it's to you. with the tribute videos they've done at the Toyota Center. Oh, yeah, they've gone way too far. You know what? A tribute video now, though. Is like when you don't tell somebody to like bless you on a sneeze. <laughs> yeah. Like if you don't say bless you and somebody sneezes, you're a jerk. Yeah. You're rude. You're the you're the whole. It's like that with tribute videos. If you don't give a tribute video to a guy who was with you for a couple of years, you're the bad guy. But the thing is, that you're sometimes the jerk. They're not even there for a couple of years. I know. Who was the worst did, one? The Rockets did. There didn't was... they do one for Victor? No, no way. No, I don't they think did one they did one for Ross. They no. might have done one for yeah for Russ, but there did was some lesser than. Did they do one? They did. Did they do one for Christian Wood? I hope not. I hope not either. But there was someone Omar else. Oshik. Hey, there was somewhere else. Great someone else player. that was like a low on the bench. Jeremy guy, Lynn. and they did a freaking video for him in the last couple of years. I'm going to nominate uh, Breggy Bomb Salsa. Long live Breggy Bomb Salsa. Breggy Bomb Salsa is no more. Oh, really? It's no more. We can no longer say what? that Breggy Bomb Salsa is no good because Breggy Bomb Salsa no longer exists. They are now changing the name to Wild Soul, spelled S-O-L, which is the Spanish word for sun. Wild Soul. Hmm. I think this is a sign that he's going to sign with the Arizona Diamondbacks because it feels very <laughs> southwestern to oh, me. It, it feels like a very southwestern-y name. I think he's at. getting ahead Ahead of he the did. game by rebranding it to Wild Soul. He I think he's an Arizona Diamondback did in 2025. Did he not sell his place here yes. and Granada. buy a house in Arizona? And now he's changing his salsa name to Wild Soul, which is Southwestern, not Tex-Mex. He's and his, gone. And his favorite pitching coach is there. He's gone. He's gone. See ya. Brent Strom is welcoming with open arms. I'm nominating uh, the Eagles for keeping the jabroni Nick Sirianni and not hiring Mike day. Belichick or, or Mike Belichick, not hiring Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel. How in the world, if you had a lineup of coaches, do you see Nick Sirianni, the jabroni, Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, and you go, I'm going to pick the jabroni. The jabroni's the guy that we want. Who makes that decision? Who I mean, decides that? Howie Roseman and um, Jeffrey Lurie, right? Then that's why they're nominated for car wreck of the day. Yeah, that, that runs. We got to go. Uh, you crushed them earlier for this. The Patriots, just like their whole decision process for coaching, now their coaching staff as they've built it out, it just seems like that franchise is going to be a total disaster. But like you want to kind of get out from the shadow of missteps, shadow of missteps with offense, offensive coordinators, and all the different things Belichick tried. And then you go to Alex Van Pelt, who no one has deemed relevant in the NFL for how many years? Yeah. Uh, Alex nominates Joe oh. for picking Cam over Alpi nope. on Rockets to build around. Don't care. You Fine. did do that, though. Bury me in the you Cam did, Whitmore. You, you did say that. Uh, seven, which, I mean, it could Cam Whitmore right. fan, Cam Whitmore's got a lot of potential. That kid's got a lot of talent. I'm you think he has more potential than Jalen? I, I actually... I think he's a better shooter than Jalen, but I think Jalen... Eh, Cam's he's pretty strong. Cam's physical getting to yes. the rim. Jalen's kind of, like, creative. 
They uh, both can jump, but boy, you're right. His physicality both in the air, but just overall, he's got, already got an NBA body. Yeah, 7308, I was driving home on the way from work, and I saw three full bags of trash fly out of the back of a pickup truck and get hit by a semi going like 50, resulting in a gigantic explosion of trash. Yikes. It was pretty cool. I guess that could be car wreck of the day. Could have been. I'm assuming uh, that someone, uh, no one got someone someone a nomination here for me, not inviting you guys on my show. Eh, that's whatever. Uh, someone wants to nominate Blank. For oh. saying Marion Barber on Twitter as a running back to sign. That was Keith nominating me. Yeah. yeah. Because Keith likes to pull the old guys. Yeah, I just pulled an old guy I didn't realize was deceased. R.I.P. Yeah. Marion Barber. No longer oh. with us. And Ocho, oh, that was really, that Ocho was... wants to nominate Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers. They lost as, to they lost to, Congratulations to Wright. That's yeah, a big Rice win for the They went into the FedEx form in Memphis and beat the Memphis Tigers and Penny Hardaway. Tigers congratulations to Rice. Great job. Yeah, I know. Great job to the Rice House. All right, who's winning? I think the Marion Barber one. I man. think the Marion Barber was pretty good, too. Marion Barber. All right, Joe, I congratulations. I suggest, hey, I, I bounced <laughs> back with Eddie Lacy. He's still alive. Congratulations. Sure? Car wreck of the day, Marion Barber. Saw him tweet a couple weeks ago. It does it for us. Thanks to Joe George for doing all the work. He's blank. I'm Branham. Game on with Barry Lemonak, Jerome Solomon, up next on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5.